Coming to you from St. George, Utah, this is 70 is the New 50, a fun look at the joyous side of aging. And now your host for 70 is the New 50, Jan Graham Hunt. And welcome to 70 is the New 50, the very first episode of our podcast. So we're excited. I'm Jan Graham, your host. (laughs) And yes, the good news is in year 2022, we are getting younger and healthier as we age. This podcast is going to explore why that is happening and shine the light on some wonderful examples. A quick word about me. I am a retired, or should I say recovering lawyer from Salt Lake City. My husband and I moved here eight years ago and we love it. And it turns out that St. George is not only a mecca for hiking and biking and pickleball, which I'm addicted to, but also vast learning opportunities and personal growth. We'll talk about that today. Why this podcast? Well, that credit or blame belongs to my brilliant son, Will, who is a creator, host, and contributor for podcasts in Los Angeles. He showed me the world of podcasts and inspired me to try this one. Let's make one thing clear. Aging is not a negative. It's a victory. We're proud of our age and more importantly, what we are doing at our age. I'm proud. In fact, I'm thrilled to be 72 and counting. And finally, the setting for our recording today is the beautiful campus of Dixie State University soon to be Utah Tech University in beautiful St. George, Utah, which to us is the cultural capital of the West. And we are in the podcast room, a state-of-the-art wonder created and operated by Sean Denovan. Our focus today is on St. George as a mecca of health and learning and two programs that are leading the way, ICL, which is part of the university or the Institute for Continued Learning, and live with an exclamation mark. Our guests today are Dr. Robert Kramer, who is the executive director of ICL and the creator and director of the LIVE program, Deanne Sheba, former president of ICL and current head of strategic planning. And finally, Russ Stevenson, current president of ICL and teacher of two very provocative classes. Would you each take a moment just to quickly describe your background and how you got to St. George and ICL? Rob? Well, I got to St. George along I-15. <laughs> it's a good way to get there from Salt Lake City. So uh, I took early retirement and decided I was I was finished with the corporate world and... and uh, Decided uh, St. George is the is the mecca, and um, finished a career that started in in um, working in in child abuse, working with victims as well as perpetrators, and then uh, running uh, psychiatric hospitals and substance abuse hospitals, and eventually getting into the whole area of wellness. and And wellness is is very much a psychological area because because you can have the information about uh, about how to be well. But it's learning how to change your behavior that is what really becomes important. And so um, that was about uh, 15 years of my career. And uh, then finally came down here and we were very worried about, gee, what do we do? 
And so what we found is we found a lot of things to do, uh, particularly when we found out about ICL and very quickly got involved uh, because we found the um, the class is just inc- remarkable, remarkable instructors. And have decided- we are going to get to that. So Deanne, really quickly about <laughs> your background and how you got here. Okay, I'm a CPA and I, oh, I'm, yes, okay, so I'm a CPA and I worked for Pacific Corp, which is uh, Rocky Mountain Power and Pacific Power and Light. And basically I took an early retirement from there and got into my second act of raising my teenage sons. Now, if that wasn't exciting enough, (laughs) I decided I needed something better than raising those kids because staying at home is much harder. So I found ICL. I accidentally checked the volunteer box, and that volunteer box ended me up with working in the office, being on the council, and now a past president. And past president, and mm-hmm. now currently head of strategic planning. Correct. Oh, great. And finally, Russ. Well, I have a daughter down here, and when I retired, she said I couldn't live anywhere else. So we came on <laughs> down and... Uh, we understand. Settled yeah. in, and I uh, enjoyed it, and had a lot of good, exciting times with the uh, grandkids down here. Uh, my background is in healthcare administration. I ran the uh, medical part of the uh, Navajo Reservation Healthcare for the, uh, the Utah part of the reservation. I've uh, been the administrator of two different mental health systems, and I was the um, medical director for the Utah Department of Corrections. All those things all gave me some fun things to do and think about. Indeed. And um, we've uh, come down here and got involved. I checked the box too, like uh, Deanne. (laughs) I thought I'd be stuffing envelopes, (laughs) but it wasn't long until they asked me to do some other things. It's been exciting. I've decided that uh, this is uh, a place where we can uh, make our golden years golden. Fantastic. And we can all relate. It is a lovely, lovely place to do that. Um, Let's talk first, Rob, about ICL. This is the Institute for Continued Learning at the uh, at Dixie State University. What what is ICL? What what is the history? Who's it for? It's really for people that are retired or semi-retired who want to enrich their lives with continuing education and and continuing uh, to involve themselves in physical activities, emotional, social gatherings, uh, social events, and um, some of the best courses available anywhere. Absolutely. Let's let's talk a little bit about some of the ones that uh, are real standouts. And I know that we're, I know personally that we're dealing with some amazing teachers and classes, but let's talk about a few. We can't list them all, but for you, what, what have been some standouts? And We'll we'll get to others later in the episodes. Well, I you know I had I had uh, attended community programs in Salt Lake City or the Salt Lake Valley, and and you had to go to an elementary school fifteen miles away for one, and then and then a high school twenty miles away for the other, and 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 they weren't very good. So even though I paid a lot more money, I dropped out of each of them. And when I came here, they're all on this wonderful. Dixie campus. I I walked into uh, Mark Twain class with my wife. And I was just astounded at the quality of the class. I don't think I'd ever taken a better course. And was that Doug Bowen? That was Doug Bowen. Uh, Uh, Then somebody said, you've got to take Rick Miller's geology class. I said, I don't like geology. They said, you will like geology. I took the class and 
and just was overwhelmed with that with that experience and really understanding what a mecca uh, St. George is for understanding the history of the world and geology and what a unique place it it it, uh, it is. And, I understand and, there's a great story about a couple that was new to St. George who attended one of Rick Miller's geologic wonderland classes and decided to give a million dollars to the science building here. They were so impressed with what he was showing them. Yeah, Dennis and Diane Lyman, very... Um, uh, they've been they've been coming to ICL for a, for a long time, and we have contributions from all of our members that that help help us with uh, providing scholarships to uh, specialty students, um, such as single mothers and those kinds of things. And so we do a lot for the university as well. I mean, it's a real wonderful partnership. Well, I know Rick Miller's classes have been phenomenal. I also. Um know about uh, Cynthia Holman-Schmidt's classes, uh, Discovering the Tao Jing, and I know that's very popular. Uh, also, Warren Stuckey's wonderful class on creative writing, a former surgeon, I believe, who now has published novels and is inspiring writers. Uh, any others? Well, yeah, and his, um, Dr. Stuckey's um, uh, health, men's health and the women who love them. I'm probably paraphrasing that incorrectly, but right, uh, that right. became very important to me when I found out that I had prostate cancer. And oh so my. it was a remarkable class that everybody should take. Um, we have um, we have these um, Socrates Cafe classes that are very popular, popular and particularly important now when when we're having an issue with with. Uh, with so much conflict and hatred and anger and uh, lack of civility. And these classes give people with very divergent uh, ideas a, a chance to talk. And um, Russ is at another class. Let me say this about that. And I think it's really helping us to come together and accept different opinions and be able to learn from each other. Absolutely. Well, that's a wonderful segue to you, Russ, in your class. Let me say this about that. <laughs> and uh, you also have another class, I believe, about let's do a melodrama we decided to give it a shot that's the first time Wonderful. we've tried that and, Let, uh, let's start with the, the the class let me say this about that well we've discovered that with a group like this with as much background and history and uh, experience that there are so many of our members that have just fantastic outlooks on life and uh, opinions on different things so we decided to pull them together and share those opinions and their successes with others. And so as we talk about, uh, actually we let uh, the class determine the subjects that we talk about each week. Uh, last week we had suicide. We had one lady in the class who actually had a son who had committed suicide. And everybody left the class with a, let's just say, a, a healthier regard and respect and understanding of that whole difficult situation of suicide. It's wonderful. And how about your other class? Uh, let's do a melodrama. melodrama. <laughs> well, I've always been involved in theater, community theater, and we've always talked a little bit about trying to, to do something. And so we thought, well, let's try this. We decided to go with melodrama so that we would have an opportunity to draw people out of themselves, kind of give them a different paradigm to work from and uh, to clown around a little and to actually put it on. All we need now is an audience. All right, I, I think that might be easy, <laughs> right. So that's, uh, yeah, that's pretty much the way those came about. Wonderful. Um, let's, let's step back just a, just a hair here and talk about 
the challenges of ICL now. We've, of course, just been through an extremely difficult period with COVID. It's not over. And uh, how has that affected things? And I want to segue a little bit to uh, Deanne here because she's the head of strategic planning. And tell us about that process, Deanne, what, what that involves. And, and from uh, Russ and Rob as well, what are the challenges for uh, what lies ahead and what are the opportunities? Um, the strategic plan, the way we put that together, we meet once a year during our retreat and we get all the committee chairs and get them together to brainstorm. So between we get the executives and the council members and we brainstorm some great ideas of what we want to do in the current year and then how we want to look forward to the next five years. And it's been a real challenge with with this COVID on um, how we move forward. So it's been great that everybody is bound together to come up with ideas like Zoom. Um, the great thing about that is our ability to move forward and actually offer courses to people throughout the world and not just around here. And wouldn't you guys agree that that's been something amazing that uh, we've been able to leverage off what's happened to us. And so we do have this five-year plan that we look forward to and try to meet the needs of our members along with the community. We've probably driven uh, Diad crazy with the idea that uh, we've had to, well, if we look at COVID as almost a, a double-edged sword, we've had to adjust and deal with it. We've lost a lot of membership, but it's increased somewhat. But it also opened a lot of doors, as Diane was just saying. On the other side, it's made it difficult for us to project the uh, the current ways that we were looking at our five-year plan. So. Understood. Rob? Yeah, well, you know, when, when, uh, when COVID hit, we, we had to cancel our, um, our program about um, two weeks early. And so we decided, well, we need to do something for our members. So we jumped right into Zoom, knowing nothing about how to do Zoom from, from a broadcast level and whether or not any of our uh, members would even even attempt Zoom. We, we got some brave uh, instructors to volunteer and we offered five classes immediately and they were quite successful. So we decided, well, this can be our solution going forward uh, in the event that we have to reduce the number of people in our classrooms, which we did, and uh, we need to offer an alternative. And uh, Zoom is a blessing and a curse. It's very, sure. very hard to do, very, very hard to do. And we have instructors who are not technicians and um and some have, of our members are not uh, quite so excited about giving it a try and i right. know that's changed a lot yeah so we w- we went into this uh, um our next fall season with uh just one fourth the membership which put us in the red dramatically and so we we increased um our focus on zoom and other kinds of ways to uh bring the membership back and it wound up being uh at, at this point now uh, we are about the only organization that's doing Zoom at any level within uh, the, the uh, St. George setting. And probably two-thirds of our members are watching at least one, if not all, of their classes via Zoom. So it's really, it's really been a lifeline it for has, a lot of people. It has been a lifeline. It's, it's, um, 
Like I say, it's a blessing and a curse. We, we prefer in-classroom, but it actually has been very effective and offered other opportunities for people. Wonderful. I want to point out here that these wonderful people you're hearing from and all the truly, truly incredible teachers in the ICL program are not doing it for money. Uh, they do it for love. And uh, future episodes are going to feature many of the fabulous teachers who are, who are truly doing amazing things. We really look forward to giving them some time. Uh, let's talk about live. L-I-V-E, exclamation point. And uh, this is, of course, short for the Live Long, Live Well program. It is, uh, ICL is one of the sponsors of it. Uh, Rob Kramer is really the leader of it. Uh, but that's how it's pronounced. It's not live. It's live. <laughs> it's a command, not a description. Oh, good. So, Deanne, uh, let's have a little backstory about this, how, how this came to be. Yes. Well, Rob works 24-7, and he has, as you all know, he teaches, he does so many different things. But one day he called me up and he goes, you know, I have this great idea and I just wanted to run it by you. And I'm like going, okay, what is it? And he goes, have you heard about the Blue Zone? And I said- Dan Butner's book. Yes, right. Dan Butner's book. And I said, no, tell me about it, Rob. And so we talked about the five- villages and how these people live longer and they live well and and the way they live and it, the characteristics and he said i we could bring that to our community <laughs> what do you think of that idea and okay that's how it started and All that's right. where we're going so i'm going to turn it back to rob so rob <laughs> uh, you dream big and uh, that's the result so that's mm -hmm. wonderful so tell us tell us about how it started and uh What's going on now? Well, it's it, it's Deanne's fault because she really focused on vision and say, what do we do? What are we really here for? Uh, and and what does the what does the future look like? And and so she gave me an assignment to think and think and think and and, and unfortunately I did and and I just realized we do so much more than than providing a diversion for for people with a with a simple class. We're actually helping them to live happy, healthy long lives absolutely and, and so i thought oh my gosh that's a blue zone and and so uh i talked to deanne deanne said go for it Pre present it to the council and and they supported it and then we looked and that would be the icl council the icl uh -huh. council and then we uh, then we talked to our sponsor uh dixie state university and the associate provost um nancy Houck, dr nancy Houck. And she was very, very supportive, and talked to the um, talked to the university president and um, and the provost, and then we uh, invited uh, the city to participate, as well as Intermountain Healthcare, and we've been going for almost three years now. Fabulous, and I know that there was a very exciting launch of International Yoga Day and a huge turnout here. Also, holiday challenges about how to be healthy during the holidays and not put on that inevitable three to five pounds that we're all familiar with. And uh, I saw there was a New Year's challenge and recently a civility challenge. And I find that fascinating. Talk about that for just a moment. Well, we're, we're introducing a civility challenge because uh, the focus of living long, happy lives have uh, three comp primary components that we're focusing on. Social, emotional, which 
is civility is a part of that. Uh, physical, which is, is your diet and your exercise and those kinds of things. And then cognitive, making sure that your, your brain is functioning as well as it can. And we approach all of those with our challenges as well as our courses within ICL. So civility is, uh, I've, I've done some research recently and, and um, anecdotally, we found that, that some people were sending some rather uncivil <laughs> messages, which is so unusual. Imagine that. Yeah, because ICL is a family and, and it was becoming a little political and, and people, people start to get angry when they're afraid. And a lot of our politicians want us to be afraid of, of changes and, and, and the kinds of challenges that we have. So we've decided that this next one's going to be about civility, helping us set the framework and, and be ground zero for a civility challenge that will grow, hopefully uh, expand exponentially and be a deterrent to the kind of hostility and anger that we're seeing and have people come together and work to resolve these issues. I cannot imagine anything more important or more timely now. We need to be able to talk about hard things and not be angry and hateful toward each other. And Russ, I, it reminds me a little bit of your, of your class, your let me say this about that, but also uh, some of the activities that uh, are sponsored, the lectures and the tours and the hikes, and say a moment about that. They've, I, they've been grand successes. Oh, I'd love to. The, um, one thing we, we have done is try to incorporate all these live ideas in the in the presentation of, of pretty much all of the classes that we have and so the instructors are very very supportive of us as well and we have uh, up until the uh, pandemic hit us having uh, a thursday night lecture with some well-known presenters from the community and uh, and some of our own instructors we had to cut that back to one a, one a month because of the covid kind of thing right but we've also sponsored a number of social activities with uh, christmas parties uh, a big gala that we had it was very very successful just before the pandemic hit and the uh, geology bus tours and the biology uh, field trips and hiking so there's a lot of physical activities as well so and what i like about it is that uh, the Live Long, Live Well program and ICL give us folks that would generally just hang around the house and not be motivated to do much an opportunity and a motivation to get out and do something and do it because we want to, we like it, it's for our own gratification or our own education kind of thing. And uh, for me, that's a great big plus for ICL. Absolutely. And Rob, that reminds me of... uh something you've talked about in your psychology class, which you also teach about the importance of social interaction and connection. And we'll maybe do a full episode on that because it's so important to the members of ICL. Uh, I want to just remind everyone that you can find out a lot more about both ICL and the LIVE program uh, on the websites, icl.dixie.edu and livelong.dixie.edu. And they have wonderful newsletters. Uh, this podcast is about people who are living a fully engaged life as they age. And I would like to close each week with a tip that has inspired me just to keep you going, I hope. And this week, I want to talk about a book. It's by Twyla Tharp. It's called Keep It Moving. She is a world-famous choreographer, age 80, 
Uh, she is known for creating crossover ballet and modern dance. Uh, she did so for Mikhail Baryshnikov in a famous um, dance called Push Comes to Shove. And she's done ballets to the music of Bob Dylan and the Beach Boys. And the book is fabulous. It's about vitality as we age. Keep moving in the very literal sense. Keep your body moving. And she has a wonderful discussion about how our, our bodies were created to move. It's the most natural thing in the world. And as we get old, older, <laughs> we get afraid of moving. And she said that is all um, a barrier that we put on ourselves. There's nothing that keeps us from moving and vitality as we age. And she also talks about embracing change. Um, here's a quote. Age is not the enemy. Stagnation is the enemy. And I found reading the book sort of opened my mind about uh, all the possibilities. And she's a remarkable model for all of us. Again, at age 80, she's still dancing and still uh, choreographing. Uh, well, that is a wrap for us. I want to thank you so much uh, for joining us on our premiere episode of 70 is the New 70. I am going to, uh, 70 is the new 50. <laughs> Sean just gave me a stare. All right. Um, and uh, we're delighted to have you here and hope that you will join us next time. Stay curious, stay out there and embrace change. We'll see you next Thanks time. Thanks so much for joining us for 70 is the new 50. In coming episodes, you will meet the rock stars in our community who are sharing their expertise to empower us to stay young, healthy, and happy as we age. We'll see you on the next episode of 70 is the new 50. In the meantime, live long, live well, and live with joy. This has been a production from a podcast studio.